So let's just talk about time.is for a second because mm-hmm. that, that's how I want to open the show mm-hmm. rather than... As we do every show. Reg- yeah. <laughs> I, it, we use it every every time and uh, it really, I feel like, might have let us down today. I think we'll know that you know during the edit process, so filter let us know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's been like... I don't know. Sometimes when we're waiting for a specific time, it's like it can sense it. Because we'll be like, okay, let's let's go at exactly ten thirty-five, and then at ten thirty-four fifty-nine, it like pauses for a second and a half. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, my dude? <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I think one like once it was down, wasn't it? Yeah, there was one time that it was down, and they were like, "Sorry, we're fixing time," and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> there, hold on. There's time.gov. I definitely don't trust this one. Yeah, I don't trust that shit. Now, okay, wait a minute. If I'm doing Hold like on. the, if I'm doing like a, uh, <laughs> if I'm doing like a, a BDS thing with Israel, am I not allowed to use time dot is? Because is is Israel. So I I went to time dot gov. I'm taking a look at it right now, uh-huh. and this is actually useful. I could actually probably use this. I mean, I, I pretty much know, but it, like sometimes at, at at work, I'm like, wait, am I allowed to? I wonder if I can call this person yet. And then I go, okay, does it matter? Um, th- this could be useful. And then I'm like, eh, I pretty much know. Um, but who the fuck decided, let's, like, that central time? Like, look at North and South Dakota mm-hmm. and Nebraska. Like, who the hell decided, let's cut it there? Why wouldn't they just slide it over to butt up? Like, why go through the middle of the state, basically? I mean, I still have a very controversial opinion that we should just abolish time zones entirely. Because at this point, it really doesn't matter. How would that work, though? It's just everybody... Like, you would just know... Like, instead of being 9 to 5, you would just know in your heart that you're uh, 13 to, you know, 20. Or whatever. I guess my math was a little off on that. But you would just, like, I, adapt to whatever the... It would take what? Like, a, like a year and a half to adapt? I mean, it, it's kind of it like switching take, to metric. Right. We can't get people to wear masks. Imagine that. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Well, I mean, you have to completely liquidate the entire population and start over first, obviously. Right. right As you do sure. with anything that would make America even, like, 5% better. And that's what we're currently working on, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sort of down. I, I, you know, I'm not going to be a square. I'm sort of down with that. It's, it's the globalist it's the agenda. ones that are already... It's the ones that we want to get rid of that are actively doing the getting rid of, though. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Anyways, to stay off the FBI watch list, we're going to move on. Go <laughs> we'll move right along with the old show here. Uh, Everybody so, listening needs to go to Steam and make sure they purchase Shower With Your Dad Simulator 2015 edition. That's a great point. It's got a really because supportive community. Yeah. We, we may be playing something in that vein next week. Yeah. Why simulate show. when you can do the real thing, though? Am I right? <laughs> it's just going to sound like running water the whole time. Do you, get, oh, that would be do you just fun. hear something? There's like a. Yeah, like I can. I can take my laptop into the bathroom and just record the whole episode in there while I'm. Showering. That's a good. It's great. Um, you know, great I'd move my depth setup, of audio. Could... You get a lot of reverb in there. Mm-hmm. Great acoustics, to be honest. And then there's that's the why everyone's jousting session that takes place afterwards. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not gonna be honest. If we record in the shower, I'm probably gonna just be curled up in the bottom, zoning out for like 20, 30 minutes. So just fill in around me. <laughs> You're going to have to, like, we'll fix it in post. It's fine. Yeah, you'll be able to hear uh, the fucking soundtrack from Donnie Darko the whole time. It's going to be kind of weird, but, you know, 
Oh, sounds worthwhile. Gotta roll with it, yeah. <laughs> I'd watch. Alright, so let's go ahead and jump into it. Um, before we start talking about any of the upcoming games, as always, guys, if you get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Inc. Chat with us on the daily about all of the upcoming things, usually stuff we talk about here uh, over there first as well. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do things just like this. Um, so what do we got going on this week? What games are coming out? Yeah, so we got really one major title coming out. We have, I mean, there's some other stuff. Um, there's a lot of, like, you know, PC ports that are coming out on Switch and whatnot, like there always is. Uh, we've been trying to kind of avoid those just so we don't have, like, you know, seven weeks in a row where Among Us is coming out on new platforms. Mm-hmm. But, you, you uh, really just forgot to put the list together, didn't you? Oh, no, this is the full list. <laughs> No, I mean that that's that's your excuse for not mentioning those games. You no, I would just say them. I didn't want to do the list this week. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the main one we're looking at this week uh, the release of Star Wars Squadrons on Friday the second. Um, so probably the best part of Battlefront is being made into its own game, right? Yeah, and for a pretty reasonable price. Oh, right. Yeah. So thirty nine ninety nine. Yep, forty uh, bucks USD. Of course, you can pick it up on, uh, you know, Epic, Steam, Mm -hmm. any console you want. Not Switch. Any console I want, huh? Vita. (laughs) Try it. See what happens. This this video really does a good job of selling it. But I know, like, I'm not going to be super into it. Oh, yeah. The minute-to-minute gameplay is going to absolutely suck ass. And... uh, like, I want to play something really cool like this, but I kind of want the full experience, not just the flying experience. Yeah, it's kind of odd, because, like, I don't know why they wouldn't just make, like, Battlefront 3. Because it's like, you know, you have the majority well, of, like... They're basically using, like, Battlefront 3's everything to just kind of make a small standalone thing. Yeah. It's like just using that tech and making a few extra bucks. Yeah, it, it's really weird. Like, I don't know how this sort of came about. I, this is the first full release from uh, Motive, mm-hmm. so that's kind of cool. That um, is cool. But I, I just, like, it, it seems cool. I know the people who are big, like, TIE Fighter and X-Wing fans are really going to love this because it's, you know, it's all first person. It's definitely built for, you know, with VR in mind. Um, kind of seems like maybe this is, like, a sort of proof of concept. Like, maybe EA is going to be trying to make, like, big you know, full budget VR games or something, and they're kind of testing that out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. It's hard to say. Hard to say. Yeah, this, this seems does, interesting. I think this lends a lot better to like a VR title. Mm. Yeah, interesting. It, that'll probably be the coolest way to experience it. But um, yeah, it's really unclear. I guess what their like kind of goal is with this, but uh, it'll be a cool game like, to play out, try out. Yeah, mo- motive shifted a lot, right? Yeah, they Motive was originally working a on uh, a couple things that got closed out, right? They were originally working on uh, the follow-up to um, the thirteen thirteen, like the Bounty Hunter game. And then yes. that got canceled, and they moved on to something else, and then that got canceled, so... Yeah. Um, it's this odd. hasn't been canceled yet, so... Well, this, just, this one, unfortunately, is coming out. <laughs> just, like, bad luck. Yeah, it, it's kind of a weird thing. It's like, 
all of this big good stuff is getting canceled and then it's like okay hey there's this other you know thing that's definitely not as good but let's go forward with that yeah so um definitely go check out that squadron cinematic trailer that we were watching here on the live stream it's it's really cool it's super well done um and you know i can't say it's going to be like the best part of the game but it is a really really fun thing to watch yeah um so uh why don't we go ahead and jump into uh epic game store freebies sure yeah this week we have uh as we mentioned last week uh the complete edition of roller coaster tycoon 3 that's kind of fun right? yeah definitely yeah roller coaster tycoon's fun um yeah, like, I, I hate roller coasters in real life but i'll i'll mess with this so oh man i, I don't know i, I kind of like roller coasters oh, dude, they, i'm claustrophobic i can't do it as soon as like, i get really? like, locked in i freak out wow I, I mean, I, I like roller coasters. I used to love them when I was a lot younger, but, uh, like, they kind of, like, fuck with my head a little bit as I got older. So hmm. now I'm like, I'll do it, and then it'll fuck me up for, like, an hour. But if we're, like, walking around and stuff, it'll be fine, and then I'll get on another one and it'll wreck me again. And, you know, just, uh, like, a revolving door of feeling like shit all day from riding roller coasters. We drove somewhere with the family yesterday and went over a hill that I wasn't expecting, and it fucked me up too bad. So, yeah, no thanks on roller coasters. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's uh, pretty funny. That's cool. Well, then this is the perfect thing for you because you just get to create the park and you know still watch other people uh, sell all the know, throw bar. Yeah, and this is obviously coming from uh, this was the final roller coaster tycoon game from the studio that would go on to make Planet Coaster frontier and uh this was the game that kind of their their relationship soured so much with uh the publisher that they were like okay we're just gonna rip your ass off see ya damn so that's pretty cool that's rough i mean yeah i guess it's cool i mean it's rough but cool (laughs) yeah i mean it sucks but again they're like they were able to make it out like i hope to hear a very similar story from uh the guys that made sinking city uh frog wares frog wares is I hope to hear a very similar story from Frogwares that's like, oh, you know, we had this, like, you know, it's weird shit went down, whatever, but we got to figure it out and we're all good now. That's a good name for a, for a studio. Yeah, anything frog with Frog and it's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I it's no, like, uh, they're Ukrainian, Barlet right? and Jones. It's no Barlet and Jones, but it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's not, it's, like, funny cool. It's not, like, awesome cool. It was, it was Barlet and Jones Supernatural Detective Agency. Something like that, yeah. Very good. That's a great fucking name for a for a developer. Yeah, but did we say what's coming up next week already? No, we did not. Okay, so I'm glad to announce. Oh, we got a, a, a breaking news story here. Piku Niku coming up. So that's like a kind of like a puzzle game, right? It no, it's like a PSP game. Yeah, it's a it, PSP game. Yeah. So that means it's, it's good as hell. Okay, no video. That's not strong. That's not great. Well, Pikachu Niku has been out for a while, so that's kind of weird. This looks like um, what was that? Newgrounds looks like a Newgrounds game. Yeah, it definitely looks like a Newgrounds game for sure. All right, it is a delightful dystopian adventure. (laughs) Nice. That's my favorite kind of dystopian adventure. It's a Devolver Digital uh, sector dub. Um, listed as an indie adventure, casual indie adventure. 
Nice. All right. Interesting. All right. So we'll go ahead and move right along into the news. Not a ton of shit here. Um, so, you know, we're going to try to... I think we'll end up talking about... There's obviously one really big thing within mm. our news section. Um, so we'll start with some of the lighter stuff, like uh, Left 4 Dead 2 getting a patch. I thought you said we're starting with the lighter stuff. That is lighter. Oh, this is, that's, I don't that's know, this huge. is pretty heavy if you consider all the shit they're packed in here. So, um, this is a ton of community-made content. Um, and they do kind of break down what all it is. 26 survival maps. Uh, an, ex- an expanded campaign. Uh, the Last Stand, a new campaign based on the original survival map. Um, fuel Crisis, four new scavengerinas. And uh, you can use the shovel and pitchfork weapons. Hmm. The pitchfork's going to be dope. I hope you get dudes just stuck on the end of it. Also adding 30 new achievements. So that's quite a bit. So it is a big update. Yeah. For sure. All yeah. community made. That's. I mean, that's there's fun, one right? total thing I'm interested in here, and that's the new campaign. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Is is it smart for them to do an update like this? Like, it, could this affect other parts of the game, knowing that they're not going to probably go back and, you know, do heavy patching? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is probably their like kind of final hurrah. That's like. Yeah, I feel like they that's they, they might have good. one additional patch if this introduces any issues. Mm-hmm. But like bringing in new animations, bringing out formerly unused dialogue, like all the kind of stuff they're doing, um, even UI improvements, and I think that's big. Mm-hmm. Um, when the community is like, "All right, things have definitely gotten better out there. This could be better too. Let's fix the yes. UI." That's kind of cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, definitely cool to see this. I mean, beloved game get its last kind of big update i wonder what this means though like why now yeah it it i mean just seems a little random um, for sure i mean yeah, i don't know like... what do you think do you think they're looking at some stuff for uh you know they're like oh well there's a new console generation coming around we could take advantage of some of that you know on uh, you know if we release something something new i mean we haven't seen anything new in a while well yeah i think we're, we're um, not gonna see left for dead 3 don't get your hopes up yeah that's uh, definitely not but like something new in general just not three you know moving forward with like hey here's our big you know the last big thing for left for dead 2 um yeah i think it's work on this thing uh because they worked with um you know community creators they probably delayed it's released a little bit to match their schedule so that they didn't put out multiple like big content updates. Like they probably very intentionally wanted one big content update only. Um, so that's probably why now and not like a year and a half ago or, you know, five years ago or whatever. Um, but other than that, yeah, it is kind of interesting. It it does definitely make you wonder, like, are they getting ready to, you know, tease something new. I mean, I know, didn't we hear that there's like a Left 4 Dead 3 in consideration, I guess? It's been teased, I feel like, for like 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Left 4 Dead 3, Half-Life 3. um, Well, Half-Life 3 ain't happening. What other... Anything with a 3 in it, probably not happening. Dying Light had a bakery called uh, Left 4 Bread. I'd play that. Oh, great. Great ref. Yeah, that was a good one. 
And that game's also really fun. I think yeah. we have a new one, what, coming, uh, like, May? March? 2098, when it finally yeah. releases, yeah. 2026. For sure. Cool. So, big update there. Getting there and play some more Left 4 Dead 2, of course, because that game's always fun. Uh, we also, uh, on the board game front, have a uh, new game... Pop, that popped up um, a Last of Us board game coming from the guys who made uh, the Bloodborne yeah. board game. That's yeah, pretty that's, exciting. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I mean, it's not a, it's not an RPG, but I feel like you can pretty much find like a Last of Us RPG. It would not be hard to kind of just morph mm-hmm. an existing RPG into for sure. Um, so, but yeah, this one. Um, I mean, did we get really any specifics, any screenshots, or anything like that? I don't think so. That, that uh, press release that we're linking to is uh, from the actual makers, so I think that's everything we got there. Yeah, did this just get announced yesterday? Something like that. Because uh, I was I was away from the internet like two days literally ago. all day. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was Friday. So that's cool. Uh, they have um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for more updates so um you can look for the uh, simon is, is it simon <laughs> that's not a great name huh? mm. um C-mon. yeah but you can check those guys out um and follow them be careful on what you're searching for there mm-hmm. um do not mistype that one don't god <laughs> damn do not mistype that um <laughs> So something that kind of blew my mind over the past week was the one terabyte, uh, the one terabyte, like upgrade that you can get for memory on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just like I've I mentioned it a couple times just in us chatting, but I thought this thing was actually massive. I, I thought it was like it's a, a big like, announcement. Well, I thought it was like. A standard like HDD like, oh size yeah size I thought it was bigger I thought it was like a brick size because yeah. they showed the the thing up close and then they showed it like plugged in mm-hmm. and I was like that's a fucking memory card and it's a memory card right on the back of the console they have a thing that says storage expansion you just plug it right in there boom you have a extra terabyte of storage on your system nice so um, let's think back at like how big of a deal it was when a PS2 had an 8 meg memory card. Mm. Yes. Massive. And that was so much memory. Yeah. And now it's like terabyte. Also, the cost is terrifying. Not really. It's pretty average. Uh, I know for my 500, um, like, my solid state, my 500 gigabyte solid state drive uh, from Samsung, it was, like, on sale for, like, 90 $397 or something like that. So 219 for a terabyte seems pretty much on par. Yeah, we, it was a little shocking, if anything. Um, it, it's still NVMe 4th gen, so it's newer memory. It's it's the best you can really get out there right now. Um, that's not cheap. That, that memory is expensive just for normal PCs. Um, when you look at the fact that it has to be shelled into this little proprietary cartridge and, and made to fit that way and, and still packaged up and then sold with Xbox licensing on it and everything, that's going to obviously add some money to it. But realistically, I didn't expect these to be any lower than at least 180 
Yeah. I mean, I didn't really give too much thought to it, to be honest. Um, and I... I don't know. I don't know why I didn't, because I have an external hard drive on my system currently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's... It, it's interesting. And there's tons of discussions to be had, like... You know, like, if you hook up... If you buy one and you hook it up to, you know, your um, Series S or your Series X, this is the overall price you're paying for all of this expanded storage. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of info out there about it uh, as of now. So uh, if that is something that you're thinking, if you're thinking of going all digital, um, you know, even if you bought the Series X and you're like, I'm just not going to buy physical, um, Mm -hmm. you know, gives you... uh, Quite a, you probably won't really have a realistically probably won't have a problem uh, with needing to upgrade your storage at all. And the other good deal with this is if something happens to your system, you have this storage, um, depending on how formatting goes from system to system. But with any luck, you'd just be able to pop it out and then pop it in a new system, right? For sure, yeah. and you can still use your uh, your standard HDD um, if you have yeah. an old external hard drive uh, for USB mm-hmm. for your Xbox One X, for example. Um, you can still plug that guy into it. It's just not going to do some things. But if you plan on playing like old 360 original Xbox and some Xbox One games It'll be fine on the Series X, then yeah. cool, yeah, go for it. You can do that just fine. Um, but if it's anything that's Series X or S enhanced. Um, or obviously made specifically for those consoles, it's not going to run off of a, a standard hard drive. You're going to have to have it running off of the, the system hard drive or one of these expandable memory cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just more options, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I like the options. Um, and I, I think we had heard... Remember when we got that... Uh, when we thought we were going to learn more about... And I'm saying this, it's like... I think this happened probably 40 times, but um, Sony had that conference where uh, Dana Carvey gave us all the specs on uh, all of the like PS5 stuff. I think they peppered in something, you know, talking about uh, an expanded storage in there. I'd have to. I heard some people talking about it, and I, I'd have to look back. Um, it, actually it, might be yeah, thing. they talked about it, but Sony is still using like a custom hard drive internally, so mm-hmm. we don't know if they're going to require like custom external, um, mm-hmm. or right. if they're just going to give us like NVMe fourth gen external support, um, which are still going to be expensive. I mean, uh, realistically, I see it being at least as expensive as these are. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, just kind of uh, looking at, like, hey, if you guys are looking to expand and get that, um, you know, get that newest um, for NVMe um, solid, you know, like um, solid state hard drive, this, uh, you know, hopefully Sony is working on something as well for the people that are going that route. So hopefully everywhere will have something like this. I imagine, I don't know, last gen I bought um, a cheap external hard drive not not a ch- cheap i mean it was it, it was on sale it was like on sale it was like 100 bucks or something um and i haven't had to like delete anything on my console at all so you know with any luck uh both consoles will have 
you know the ability ability to have these expanded storages. So, all right, um, and the pretty much the biggest news of the week was waking up yeah. and seeing that uh, Bethesda's parent company, Zenimax, had been acquired by Microsoft. That was and a what-the-fuck kind of thing. This was announced Monday morning, the day before the Series X and Series S pre-orders went live. Yeah. It was like, oh, and by the way, we picked up uh, a company. It's Bethesda, but go ahead. Go ahead and make sure you pre-order. Yeah. Which, like... It's, it's definitely a huge deal. Don't get me wrong. Microsoft yeah. has been buying up studio left and right. Um, the fact that they wanted to throw that kind of money out there to buy ZeniMax is ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. $7.5 billion? Like, fuck! Biggest video game purchase to date. And that's not even going to go through until late next year. Like, yeah. there are so many things that have to get done before that's going to fi- finalize. Um, it could still theoretically not go through. That's true. But yeah. that's a huge announcement. But let's be real. why they make the announcement Monday morning? They either could have made the announcement sooner because they've already had the details locked down enough because they obviously have to be able to make that kind of public announcement. Mm-hmm. Or they could have just waited. Because it's not set to go through until late next year. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's definitely interesting. Uh, it, it left basically um, all of the gaming industry wondering, or you know, all of the gaming uh, consumers wondering. Okay, cool. I pre-ordered a PS Five. Am I going to be able to get Doom or Elder Scrolls or Fallout? Um, I think the. Or- you know, I've been excited for Ghost Tokyo Ghostwire. I've been excited for Deathloop. Are those still coming to the console that I pre-ordered? I think mm-hmm. the biggest thing is, like, this announcement was made to help rile people up and get people hype on the Series X and mm-hmm. Series S because, realistically, outside of power and Game Pass, there hasn't been a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we, if we keep it real... Any of the big stuff that people are super hyped for from Bethesda isn't even going to be out for a few years. We're not yeah. going to see an Elder Scrolls Six till at least 2022, if not 2023. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many things so far out there that it's none of it's going to impact day one for Series X buyers. And talk and you know talking about their you know Bethesda's recent track record as well hasn't been as good as the years past. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's really... I don't want to say that they've, like, done bad. They just haven't really done anything. It has, there hasn't been... We haven't had that innovation that's kind of expected. Um, We've gotten some cool games, don't get me wrong. Oh, um, for sure. I some love The titles. Evil Within. The Evil Within's an awesome series. Um, mm-hmm. All those smaller dev teams have dropped some really cool Bethesda stuff and Deathloop is looking amazing um, Arcane yeah. does a really cool job with stuff I, I love the way their games feel um, yeah. interesting I'm, I'm glad they pointed out that you know the Sony timed ex- the Sony exclusives are staying that way mm-hmm. um, it was never really confirmed if they were going to be timed or straight exclusives right off the bat anyway but Microsoft confirmed those are still going to be PS5 exclusives when they drop mm-hmm. um but realistically, 
people are out there like losing their minds about oh this might be this might make things Xbox exclusive now you know the next Elder Scrolls might be Xbox exclusive that would never happen yeah I don't think that that's a possibility I no, don't think that lose. they would they stand to make way more money by keeping these things multi-platform than mm-hmm. they would by trying to tie up exclusivity I agree yeah and because I mean there's a lot of talk out there um, you know with discussion on the other way on like why would they spend 7.5 billion billion not million mm-hmm. on this company to not make them exclusive to not further their agenda and I'm like I think that's because you're thinking in a destructive manner rather than a constructive manner yeah I think Microsoft is going to go, okay, we want to help the gamer as much as... I, I feel like that's their goal, right? They want to give the games to the gamers. And to do that, it would have to be multi-platform. Now, on the back end, they are going to make like a decent amount of money. Sony is going to have to pay them directly. And then on top of that, they're going to get the kickback for everything sold on the system. Right. So, so that's, that's a win-win, right? Like, Microsoft has been buying up studio after studio for the past few years, and I've been talking about it since, like, two E3s ago. Like, oh, cool, there's consoles aren't doing that great, but they bought up all these developers. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And we haven't seen a lot, because when you buy a studio, like, when when a studio is bought, if they plan on jumping in there, they kind of have to, those studios have to present what they're doing to see if it's still the best fit, and they have to kind of get approval to keep going or to, to scrap it and start a different project at that point. So, typically in the first year or so after a studio is purchased, you're not going to see, you're either going to see a huge change up or you're just not going to see much news. Um, and you're not really going to mm-hmm. see a rush on them finishing any products that are out there. Um, I do like that they said they plan on letting Bethesda just kind of still run itself. Yeah like work independently they're not trying to make bethesda microsoft yeah like we're not going to screw it up guys you do you but how long is that going to be its own thing um that's true but it's it sounds like to me it sounds more and more like microsoft is really pulling away from the hardware side of it and getting way more on the software side of it because so many games that they own have already been dropping on multiple systems yeah Um, i mean minecraft yeah. yeah, Minecraft's huge. Um, they've owned Obsidian for a while, and look at that. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a lot of really good stuff from Obsidian, and that's, uh, man, what all they dropped the past couple years, aside from uh, the Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds is the main thing I can think of. I know there was something else, too. Yeah, there have been some other ones, like some uh, some like bigger like uh RPGs that they've dropped that are still huge to play through, really good stories and stuff, but like that's their little niche is storytelling. Mm-hmm. But I pulled up a list of all the Microsoft owned studios. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like 22 of them now. Um, 343 yeah. Industries, which we know for Halo, obviously. Uh, World's Edge, which is Age of Empires. The Coalition that brings us Gears. Compulsion Games. I th- Is that their mobile stuff? That's. That is the guys that made um, We Happy Few. Yeah, that's right. We Happy Few. I forgot. I forgot. I knew that. Was, I knew that was somewhere. Uh, of course, they did Double Fine. Was a huge announcement recently. Yes. Um, then there's the the first party Xbox Game Studios publishing for like all that crazy specific stuff. Um, the Initiative, um, In Exile Entertainment, which was Wasteland, uh, Mojang for Minecraft, Ninja Theory, Obsidian, Playground Games, which was Forza Horizon. 
um, Rare, Turn 10 Studios, Undead Labs, and now with all of this stuff, we have Bethesda, id, Arcane, Tango Gameworks, Machine Games, Alpha Dog Games, Alpha Dog's a mobile one, and sure. then uh, Roundhouse Studios, which brought us Prey. Crazy. Yeah. It's like it's a huge list of of teams now that Microsoft is just all right, cool. Like it's to the point now where if you were to throw a dart at a dartboard covered in game developers, you're probably going to hit one that Microsoft owns. Yeah. And. Yeah, I really feel they're, you know, and going back to talking about that, like, are they going to go exclusive? Um, I, I still say no for the majority of everything. I could see one thing going exclusive. I'll bring that in, up in a second. But um, I feel like the idea is, hey, you're going to be able to play this game on your, you know, on your PlayStation 5. Um you're going to spend $70 to buy this game like you would normally do anyway. Um, or you Actually, can get Game Pass and get it for 15 bucks. That's another big question. Microsoft was not really super on board about their games being 70 Right, right. I that mean, was one just, of the things they talked about before was like keeping their game 60 So do we think that's going to fall into all the games under this umbrella staying 60 now? It could, yeah. In and I'm just case, saying that's like, another kind of win for everybody. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, now, with that, like, it does kind of drive people back. I don't buy things that are on Game Pass on my PlayStation consoles because, like, it's kind of like, why I, I have it here already. And I'm already paying for it. So um, that's also, you know, again, that's just another win for Microsoft, who's very much looking, like, more so at the subscription rather than, as we've been saying, rather than the, like, hardware. Um, but I could see them going, okay, but Starfield is going to be an exclusive. You can mm -hmm. only play that here. I don't know why. I don't... I, I, I can't say why. I think it's because we have so little information on it. Yeah. Um, it just seems like maybe a, a move. Well, that's the game that Microsoft is going to have the most influence over because it will be in production the longest amount of time while under Microsoft, right? Right. Like, theoretically, mm -hmm. that game is, like, four or five years off still, probably. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be, you know, the new boss is gonna be, going to have been your boss for a long time by the time Starfield comes out. So, and yeah, I could see I, that I, being I, exclusive. I do wonder how long, um, how long this has been in the like in the in the talks yeah yeah um do you think because... that a lot of these previous like discussions we had been hearing rumors about were all red herrings mm. like what like you know there was all the whole like there was all the talk of warner brothers a while back and then the potential of what if microsoft wanted to buy warner brothers and then there was uh recently the bungie rumors going around that microsoft was trying to buy bungie yeah yeah, like I mean, could this could have be. all just been red herrings to throw people off and then have like because nobody saw Bethesda coming, fucking right. nobody. If, yeah, that, that, that was a big surprise. Coming, you're is, a goddamn liar. Yeah, kind of rare for to have such a big surprise considering the amount of money that we're talking about. And it's, it, and they haven't like realistically sent like what was the last thing that came out of Bethesda? I mean, the first thing I'm thinking is Fallout seventy six, uh, Doom Eternal. Oh yeah, Doom Eternal. Uh, yep, that's right. 
And Doom Eternal it, just got announced as hitting Game Pass uh, in a it, couple it, of days, October 1st. It just feels like this is something that they've been talking about for a long time, and they haven't, you know, during that time of discussion, okay, let's not announce anything else. Let's not, you know, talk about anything else, it, you know, while we're having this discussion. And it's like the last thing that was announced was at that E3 stage where they talked about Elder Scroll and Starfield and... Um, you mean where they didn't want to talk about Elder Scrolls 6, but I mean, kind they, of had to because Rage got spoiled early? But I feel like they had to talk about that because maybe they were in discussion. Maybe it's like, we have to mention this so it's a real thing. So when we move forward with, you know, Microsoft, it has to, it has to be done. Because if they didn't mention it and it got canceled, it's like, you know, it, it never happened. It's like, okay, well, it, you know, I guess we'll just never get that game. But if yeah. they mention it and then they get acquired by Microsoft and it never comes out, it'll be seen like, as well, Microsoft having Microsoft. Killed it. Microsoft killed it. Right. Yeah. They're not going to. I feel like it. even then, I feel like that's going to be digging a bit deep though, because that was a I that agree. was that was a, that was two e threes ago. Mm-hmm. But they haven't announced anything since, really. Well, they haven't, like, Core Bethesda really hasn't, because they've already been working on everything else, and they have or all no other studios that are there, too, so they're all kind of still doing their own thing. Um, but they did give us the couple big ones. Um, I do feel like, though, Starfield was going to be the one that they were going to talk about the most about. Yeah. But I, that, that Elder Scrolls Six reveal, when it happened back then, was so trivial, so minute, so hurriedly put together yeah. um, that you can tell it was because they lost their momentum because Rage 2 was going to be their momentum that long, that E3. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember that they did it with like Andrew WK coming out on stage and they, they blew a huge budget on making that a, a crazy presentation for Rage 2 but we knew about Rage 2 for like two weeks prior because Walmart ruined it. Yeah, They even yeah. specifically called Walmart out on stage for spoiling it. Thanks for fucking us over, guys. Because that would have been to get our product in your stores. Because if you go back to that, if you wouldn't have known that Rage Two was coming and that was your like introduction to Rage Two happening, would have blew your mind. Yeah, Yeah. like that would have. I would have lost my goddamn mind if I just didn't expect that. And Andrew WK showed up on stage. I was like, what? Yeah, it's like Um, wait, that was crazy. But because of that. They they didn't have a load to blow then, so they just kind of like had to figure something out. So what did they do at that point? They just teased here's us a, a little bit at the very ge- end. Yeah, here's a generic like dragon flying over an area. It wasn't even a dragon flying over an area. It was just an overhead shot, like helicopter view of down onto a, like a, a map and I think a oh, castle yeah. in the end. There wasn't a there wasn't even a dragon. Was there? no straight up just uh, just a, a, a visual landscape. Yep. I swear there was something flying. And, I mean, I yeah, the the flying was all of our anticipation and expectations. <laughs> and it went right out the window. <laughs> because all they was brought Elder Scrolls Six over the screen and everyone lost their ever-loving mind more than anything else that whole E3. I think it's because we were like, there has to be more, right? There has to be more. And then there was no, there was nothing more. Yeah, and that's what makes me think that that was not planned at all. That they only oh, did yeah. that well, as a last minute, like, oh shit. Oh shit! Our surprise is gone, which was going to be Rage Two. What's our surprise going to be now? Because they every big reveal like that has to have a surprise. Yeah. 
every time someone's on stage leading a big presentation like that there has to be at least one big surprise happening and theirs was going to be Rage 2 and it didn't get to happen which I still thoroughly enjoyed that game great game had a blast with it Mm -hmm. Um, but it the, the surprise got spoiled like sorry that's like you that's like throwing your friend a surprise birthday party but they knew about it so like you just kind of hurry up and, and give them the, the, the receipt confirmation for that present they've been wanting forever that you last minute <laughs> ordered on your phone mm-hmm. because the surprise party you had planned forever got spoiled because your other friend was an idiot mm. yeah so I, I don't know I mean there's still kind of a lot up in the air with this like I, I'm really excited to see uh, to have this conversation in a year to see what we've, what Microsoft has talked about, and what Bethesda has talked about on, you know, like business moving forward, mm-hmm. we're um, going to see a lot more games hitting Game Pass now that are bigger titles, and that's yeah. really what this is designed to do early on, I think. Um, so because Microsoft is pushing Game Pass more than they're pushing anything. One thing that's interesting is Fallout Four is in that list of the PlayStation Plus collection. Yep. Does that change? I don't think it's going to, and I, I honestly still think it's just base Fallout 4. I don't think there's going to be any DLC tied to it. I agree. Um, but I don't see that changing. Um, this means that that was contracted in already. Sony or Microsoft already said that everything that was already contractually in the works, um, like the exclusivity and stuff, is going to stay that way, so I don't see that changing. Um, again, though, I really do just see that being a head, the Sony stuff being a head start on the way they're going to treat PlayStation Plus on the PS5 for the first year. Mm-hmm. Um, I see them bringing PS5 people a lot of those PS4 huge titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't even know which ones to expect at this point, but it's going to be ones that PS4 didn't already get on PlayStation Plus, obviously. But there's going to be some big ones we're going to keep getting on there. Um, if in the future maybe some of those aren't going to end up being Bethesda titles um, but who really knows um, it could be anything if, if Microsoft is treating this the way that I think they are as we just want you to play our games we don't care where or how mm-hmm. then cool um, I, I still think that this Bethesda purchase even though all the hype originally was designed to rile up Xbox people and make people want to buy an Xbox even more I think it spells out a win for everybody in game. Everybody, yeah. yeah. Um, and really, just because, like, Game Pass is its own cool thing, that's fine. But, it, it, like I said earlier, if Microsoft is still not about letting their games drop at 70 and want to try to stick with 60 because they're so focused on Game Pass money anyway, they're making a ton of money on, on Game Pass. They could sell their games at 50 and it won't matter. Yeah. If they keep dropping their games at 60, that's fine by me. If I still play PlayStation 5 mostly and want these games to be on there instead, cool, that's what I'm going to do. Um, but that's just giving me more of an opportunity now since more of these games are going to be on Game Pass to save up for dope collector's editions because that's why I use Game Pass. Sure. I use Game Pass to pay to play my full-price games that are multi-platform that I don't want to pay money for, so I have more money to buy big stuff I shouldn't be spending money on. It makes you feel better about it. Yeah, like I, I feel way less regret on the fact that I have already locked down a PS5 and a Series X and started buying accessories for my... I'm probably going to buy the external um, storage. I already bought my headset for my PS5. Like I don't feel as bad about buying those things because I know I'm not going to be paying for a lot of games. 
Yeah. So one of the cool things that I, I really liked that was mentioned real early on, um, uh, I, I think um, I think it was Todd Howard talking about he's like this partnership, you know, what it's going to be, uh, you know, they plan on letting us, you know, business as usual, basically. Um, but he said that the partnership really caused them to uh, update their um, like engine and basically a lot of their internal tools, um, which will be the biggest update I believe since Morrowind is what they said. Yeah. Um, which is a pretty big deal. Like thinking about the update from I believe it was Daggerfell to Morrowind is a is generational jumping. Like it's uh, oh, it was um, Oblivion. I remember. Was it Oblivion? Yeah, it was Oblivion. And um, even that going from Morrowind to Oblivion that was. I don't think it was as big of a jump, but it was still a really big jump. Functionally, it's what made it a big jump because they talked about like the weird tricks they had to do to. There's an article out there now about what they had to do to make um, Morrowind run and, and to run on your original Xbox. Like they had to do a lot yeah. of weird shit because they were so PC focused for so long um, that the work they did to restructure the engine between three and four was huge. And, yeah, I mean, it is... If there was someone that was going to end up buying this studio, it kind of makes sense. When um, Morrowind came out, I remember wanting to play it, but I didn't have a, an Xbox at the time. I only had a PlayStation. So I, I actually couldn't play Morrowind on console. I would have had to have played it on PC, which I didn't have a PC, a good enough PC at the time. Mm -hmm. So... Um, you know, kind of interesting coming full circle from a relationship that was really cemented back in like 2002. So, kind of cool. Do we have any other comments on this? Uh... I mean, I'll throw one more thing out there that I just now really thought about when looking at the some of the screens that we're sharing right now. Um, Asking if there would be you know Xbox exclusive now, which we already know the answer is no on that. Like that's a stupid idea. But um, do we also think this might have been a thing that got announced and and kind of had to get announced, not necessarily just to help drum up Xbox hype, but to kind of overshadow Halo disappointments? Maybe. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, we... I would like to say no on that. I think this was. I don't think it was uh, like cause and effect situation but I think it helped I think it was like you know it, it definitely helped fix that issue that they had what did they even say was the issue with Halo did they even say that there was a problem no they just said they, they were pushing it? it out they, okay. they just said, that I think they they said COVID, some, right? they were pulling some big guns into that team to try to get yeah. things straightened out and the, the size of the guns they had to pull into it weren't very uh they they they, they were they were worrying um yeah. it's kind of like yeah. you have a security guard um only instead of having like a, a little taser lock to his side he has an ar on his back and you're like oh you're the new guy um that's that's kind of a big thing there everyone else just had tasers why do you have a gigantic <laughs> gun don't worry everything's fine <laughs> it's I mean, 
yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting. I still think probably the best place to end up getting this would be, you know, their titles are definitely going to be optimized for yeah the series optimized X. for so, what is still on paper the like just sheer hardware numbers um, the the more powerful console yeah and. I, and I wonder if that decision was also made because of the like um, ease, the mm-hmm. ease between you know the, the it's easier to develop for um, the Microsoft systems uh, because you know they're typically using PCs to make it anyway. So it just kind of makes sense. I, I always felt like Nintendo's probably a pretty big pain in the ass to make games for, uh, and then. You know Sony as well, but my my favorite know. joke out there right now is that uh, they did it again. Um, they they sold Skyrim one more time. <laughs> Got it. This one time, last time, seven point five billion dollars. It's like that's like a like an Ocean's Eleven like wrap up at the end, like <laughs> <laughs> where it just runs down all the fuck like. The fuckery that happened to make the big, the big, the big score. That's mm-hmm. kind of amazing. Like that um, should have been literally part of the present. Part of the announcement was a video that like all these things, and at the very end should have just been like, like <laughs> just like the Skyrim sounds, like the shout and stuff that you're used to hearing as the music kicks in, and then like oh my the God, dollar that signs been pop so up. So cool. <laughs> if it was like, it was like. All of the big people, like a bunch of big people from both Bethesda and Microsoft, and they're doing this like wrap up heist movie thing, and then uh, like the camera like zooms in on something and fades to black, and then it opens to the Skyrim. You're in the fucking wagon, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, God. God damn it! And then it would be like Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim coming to Xbox Series X on <laughs> launch day. Oh man! And then just watching the numbers from Twitch just drop, like <laughs> people exiting. Yep. Yet everybody uh, would still buy it day one. Yeah. Uh, all right, you got me, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you we'll really pulled it around. We'll probably get Skyrim on Game Pass soon. Uh, how long do you think before we get an Xbox Series X optimized uh, port of Skyrim? Maybe a proper remaster tomorrow. Hmm. <laughs> Let me get some ray oh, tracing man. in my Skyrim, please. All right. So I- I'm sure this is something that will continue to develop. We'll be learning things about this for the next probably six months. So this isn't the last time we've heard about this uh, acquisition and the fallout from yeah. it. Yeah. Pun intended. Um, Folks. So. The- last bit that we have was a last minute edition yeah so this uh seems to be coming in pretty hot yeah um so resident evil infinite darkness i have not seen this uh i i i haven't seen the trailer or anything i mean um Mm -hmm. i saw the uh announcement have yet to look at it yeah um that is claire redfield oh i thought it was uh eris from Final Fantasy 7. You mean... Oh, uh, I don't think so. Hmm. Do we have any, literally any info about this game at all? This is a uh, film on Netflix. Oh, okay. Then, okay, cool, cool. 
So it's kind of like the uh, bit that we had with... Uh, Dragon's Dorgma. Uh, I mean, they've done stuff with Leon previously. Um, yeah, they, they've had a few different like. Uh, yeah, there like have been other CG movies. movies. Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. they're doing that again. Similar thing. They're just taking it to more of a Resident Evil Two vibe because that was definitely Leon. Yeah. Of course, Claire. So that's fun. So this is set to be a series on Netflix, is what it says. Right. right yeah. Not a. Not a movie, not, I guess. Not a. Standalone. That's cool. I mean, Given I the think shape the that Claire is in, I would say it probably takes place uh, between two and before Code Veronica. Yeah. Just given Cont the outfit, given the the way she's carrying herself, what she's doing. Um, she's still surprised. She's not. I mean, she's stupid enough to not be walking around with like a grenade launcher and an assault rifle and like all this crazy shit on her. Um, which, but after Leon Code there. Veronica, you definitely would. Yeah, but Leon there, he looks... I mean, I guess I guess he always had that haircut. This could be before 4. Is that is that actually Leon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely him, right? See, you had to say right. Now you don't know. I'm about <laughs> positive. It has that... Horrifying haircut. That I don't know. I, I can't be positive. 2002 surfer haircut. Surfer, I want all surf rock. It looks like it could just be a follow-up to RE2 before they really split off and did their own things. Yeah, yeah, that's Leon. But yeah, that's cool. Just a, I guess, kind of a surprise at the end. Looks like Claire and Leon, after a really good playthrough of RE2, where they're still like well dressed and not covered in blood. Yeah, and. Only on Netflix, coming 2021. Uh, so, something to look forward to if you're a big fan. When are we getting uh, Village? We don't know. It's uh, no Have idea. Have they announced? Hmm. It just says 2021, so. Yep. Could be a good year for Resident Evil, to be honest. Couldn't every year, though? It could always be a good year for us. I mean, the last few releases have been pretty big, and they've done really well. Yeah, yeah, even the DLCs for 7 were fun. So. 7 was good, the 2 remake was good, the 3 remake was good. Yeah, that's true. 8, which looks like a 7 plus 4 remake looks good. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, that's pretty much the show. Uh, shorter show this week just because light news week but I think we were all kind of anticipating uh, maybe not anticipating I wasn't anticipating a big show but uh, you know the last few weeks have been chock full of controversy and other big multiple big news articles so. Ooh, I, I love controversy though mm. so I, I do have to ask one question mm -hmm. did you guys get your consoles locked in Absolutely not. No I matter know. what I do, they will not allow me to get a console. Yep. Looking at you. You guys out there. You know, Microsoft, Sony, if you're listening. Yeah. You can help and make right this injustice. Get me off the ban list. Yeah. I did nothing wrong. Yeah, apparently, apparently Filter has not had the best luck on any website. 
Well, it was store. believed that I had gotten a confirmed pre-order from, uh, you know, popular belief was that I had gotten a pre-order for a PS4 <laughs> bundle, or PS5 right. bundle, sorry. I'm sure a lot of people have been buying PS4s and Xbox Ones. They oh, actually definitely have. But, uh, yeah, I supposedly got a PS5 bundle, and then I never got a receipt, but the charge was, like, pending. So I called it in, and I was I, I talked to the uh, customer service, and they're like, I was like, hey, here's the, like, order number associated with my, like, hold. Like, did I get a purchase or not? Because I haven't gotten a receipt or anything. And it, they were like, oh, I can assure you that order number, and it was a different number than I had given them, <laughs> is confirmed. So then I entered that order number in on the website, and it said that there was no stock for the listed item. <laughs> so I, in fact... I got somebody from their customer service to say, yes, this order did go through. And then I went and checked, and the order did not go through. So that was pretty cool. Maybe so you they'll reach out to you. So Maybe they'll reach out to you again. Um, I would call back and be like, what? Well, uh, the the hold <laughs> is no longer on my account. So That's fine, though, because the charge won't typical. go through until, you're, uh, until it ships. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's typical. I think so our charge already fell off, too, so... Yeah, so you do have a chance. Yeah, um, I, I would just call and bug them and be like, "Hey, yeah." Yeah, I sent another email. I sent a follow up email and then haven't heard back. So never send emails. Those e their emails take about six months to get back to you normally. It sucks. Yeah. Because they only have about eight people working those those teams. Yeah. For the whole company. That's exciting. Um, so, I mean, with any luck, even if that doesn't go through, you know, there's always the chance of um, happening. You know, catch one in store. Or yeah, Sony yeah. told us that there will be more in store at launch than there were PS4s, and you guys know how PS4s were at launch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think I, we didn't have a like a ton extra. I think we had like maybe three extra mm -hmm. at our store ultimately. Yeah. But the whole lead up was the same situation though. I remember our store manager going, uh, not all you guys may be able to get one. You know, they got to go to the customers first. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, coming from the guy who got one for free. Exactly. Like, but we ended up having a, a couple extra, like between three and five, I think. Yeah, I mean, interesting thing, though, over the past couple of weeks, people were literally waiting outside of doors um, as early as like 3 a.m. to lock down their pre-order in store. Um, I saw a couple places like that. Um, the other day, um, a lot of retailers announced uh, there was some extra PS5s going through and some and some bundles and stuff. So they kept trickling through off and on. Um, some websites just still can't handle the traffic. Some people mm. still camped out, even though a sign on the outside of a door said, "Hey, we only have six available." Why would twenty people still line up? Mm. Um, it is just completely beyond me. Um, people are insane. Um, Very the, so. the Series X pre-orders, though, we didn't really get to talk about how crazy that process was. Yeah, that's um, true. Because all access went live. So my favorite thing, Microsoft <laughs> says, guys, don't worry. This is the exact time they're going to go live everywhere. So everyone will have an even chance. So what happens? Everything crashes. All the webs, most websites went up at the right time. <clears throat> Some websites did not go up at the right time until yep. like forty-five minutes later, which defeated the purpose. Don't have any release time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like why synchronize a release time? To me, those those websites, those companies that couldn't put theirs up or on time, that yeah. put them up late instead, should be penalized just like they would have if they went up early. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what they're doing is letting other people that are going to be trying to flip them hit those other websites instead. They're letting the bots dress, the bots take over other websites and hit them just as easily. Mm-hmm. Um, hitting them all at once, letting all those sites crash at once, at least makes it equal playing field for everybody. Yeah. Um, and the all access. I don't know how it was for so many, but like yeah. Best Buy. Target, all the places that were advertising all access did not have it uploaded for Series 1 or for Series X and Series S consoles right off the bat. No, they, they did were, not. They were still showing the old 1S's. Yep. Microsoft's website was hard to navigate. Um, well, it was completely broken for the first, like, hour. Well, I got like, into it. I got into it at right on time. I was yeah, able to too. get to it. I got to get to the Series X page for all access, but there was no option to add it to my cart. Yep. Well, I found the option to add it to, like, I could get into it and I could add to cart and then when i hit checkout it would just it would just bomb out right there every time i I wasn't able to in microsoft's website add it to my cart at all so i got frustrated um gamestop had a queue they've never done it before but they had a weird queue set up to let people filter into their website yeah everyone i knew that got through gamestop was like oh i'm stuck on this screen this screen is still loading the credit application screen is loading for the all access through the bank um, and everyone was like, oh, it kicked me out. Oh, it, it just added the system to my cart, but not the all-access because it declined my all-access for some reason. Yep. I, for a good 15, 20 minutes, kept getting an error because the, the GameStop servers weren't communicating with the, um, the Citizen One bank servers. Um, so, like, it wouldn't let me apply for all-access. Yeah. It, that was wild. And while going through it, it finally let me apply. A friend of mine had, had had his stuck at a processing screen on the application for over 15 minutes because he couldn't hit refresh because it's mid-applying for a loan. Yep. Like yeah. You don't do that in those scenarios. Yep. I had another friend that made it all the way through after I did, um, but I got mine through. As soon as it submitted and said, you're approved, I smashed that confirm button so fast. <laughs> Like, I was not hesitating, and I got my my order confirmation from GameStop for it, yeah. and they were like, in two hours, you'll get an email from the bank as well. So for an entire day and a half, I panicked and finally got that. But I had a friend that did not get his console. He got approved through the, through the all-access stuff, but it wouldn't let him add a console to his cart because it said they were sold out by the time he got approved. Mm-hmm. That's a Meaning, huge problem. They were all out of the same bucket. Yeah. So that was very upsetting. Um, he was able to reach out to someone, though, and they got back in touch with him and said, hey, we're going to have one available for you, though, since you did get approved. Just get just uh, reply That's back to surprising. this email, and we'll reach back out to you with more information. That's surprising. So that was a cool move that really caught me off guard, especially coming from who it came from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's really surprising. I think... I mean, the big thing was, like, Microsoft, like, tooting their own horn, like, we would never cold drop this on you. Like, this is the date it's going to go smooth and perfect, and, you know, you guys will all have a fair chance. But it was worse. Like, I, I, I think it was worse. Like, when, like, sure, I had the, you know... Uh, like a little bit of the like foresight to go okay sony's is probably gonna go live today so i'm gonna like hang out and watch xbox it was like everyone all at the same time 
everything went down. I I never I got a system in my cart, but I couldn't process anything at all. Yeah. And and for me, it was like I I could take it or leave it. To be honest. Um. But yeah, that's just between the two. Just objectively looking at like how they, you know, which one was kind of better i really felt that the cold drop was a good idea because it allowed a lot of the you know a lot of people to get their you know confirm their console like 100 percent. there wasn't an issue there wasn't but you know maybe i think that might just be you know my opinion on what happened to me and everyone of course has their own yeah we, like, we were lucky enough to get ours thanks to the cold drop so uh right Right. That works for us because we were so on it, on it, on it, on it, on it. And as soon as I found out they were available through one through somewhere and I booked it to get mine, like I I let both of you guys know, like, yo, it's there. I just got mine locked in, like go. Yeah. And yeah. I, I had mine like I looked at GameStop and I was like, I kinda don't wanna buy it there. And I actually like got to be picky and I was like, No, I think I'd rather like go pick it up from here. I really wanted Best Buy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, maybe I shouldn't wait. So I just ended up picking it up from, um, ended up picking it up from Walmart. Yeah. And Amazon so, is already sending out emails saying that their consoles may not arrive on time. Yep. Yeah, I'd be pissed on that. Um, GameStop's second day of bundles they did, which was just the other day, those bundles aren't set to arrive until the end of November. Absolutely. And I don't think a lot of people saw that when they ordered them. Yeah. But it means you're still going to get it. Like, it, it means you'll still at least get the system. Um, but what's going to be rough is all those people that ordered those that aren't set to get them until, like, the end of November, which means they probably won't get them until into December. They're going to be in stores. Yeah. If you think that stores aren't going to have a limited supply of them available on Black Friday, you're an idiot. Mm. And I know that so many people are saying, oh, most stores aren't doing Black Friday this year. I know a I know a few that probably still will. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So definitely be prepared for that. There's, uh, yeah, it's going to be like I don't know. This one feels a little more stressful, and I think it might be just due to the fact of like not working in retail for this launch, like not having a physical control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> over it. Um, um, but I mean. It, it's going to be huge. The, yeah, the online stuff was a complete nightmare for both of these. Um, we didn't mention the one other huge nightmare that happened in the past couple weeks, and that was the graphics cards. Yeah. Because... Yeah, I, did, I the, didn't actually even look into it, so that would the be... The NVIDIA cards were even worse. Yep. Um, I'm talking, like, 80 people lined up outside of Micro Center for, like, 20 cards, like... Uh, I'm talking NVIDIA's website couldn't keep up with them. So they even had to issue an apology saying, yo, we screwed up. Um, And historically, graphics cards are going to be the biggest bot captures and and, and resells ever. Mm -hmm. Um, 2020 has had a huge increase on resellers from what I've seen in every way. Because it's the easiest way to make money right now. Yep. Um, But like... Everyone had trouble um, over the past couple weeks at getting at least one thing they wanted. Um, yeah. Some people had trouble getting anything they wanted. Sorry, Filter. Um, Bastard. <laughs> but if it's any consolation, 
uh, I was able to I was able to lock down two Series X pre-orders, one using all access and one in store because I wasn't sure like which I would really if I would even get approved for the uh, right the all access. So um, I've got one set aside. Okay, might be a wheel on deal in a little bit. I've got one. Hang on, I've got one there with your name on it in case it comes down to it for at least a Series X. Okay, I'm still looking for a PS5 for you. If anyone out there is listening and, and finds a PS5 and wants to lock down that pre-order for filter, let us know. For sure. For sure. And yeah, yeah honestly, like um, as weird as it is, I am super excited for the Xbox just because it has like a, you know we're we're still kind of waiting to hear a little bit more from Sony on you know if I have a PS4 copy of let's say Cyberpunk, can I just put that in my PS5 and it's the enhanced version? Like, yeah, they, they haven't said if they haven't really this talked about will it a be a requirement or if there will be some sort of other verification for a download. I, I think the disc is going to be the verification. I think they're going to run the mm. same way the Xbox One did with 360 games. Right. Mm. Um, it'll download the full game for the newer system, but you'll have to use the original disc as the authentication key. Yeah, mm. I mean, man, I, I would really hope that they would kind of do away with that and just kind of give you the code so you can. But uh, then what would happen if you just bought a pre-owned copy of the game for PS4, for example? Hopefully the code would be used. Well, I'm, I mean, like, it, even if it was bought later on. Um, oh, you're talking, like, to have it in the game case itself. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Something that's, you know, something that can expire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th- that would be cool. So you didn't really have to worry about that. Yeah, I'm very interested. And I know, like, uh, we'll Xbox out. has just been very, like, open about, like, you know, if you're buying an Xbox One game this holiday, they all have a thing on the box that says, hey, you can plug this disc right into uh, your Xbox Series X, and it'll automatically upscale and get the additional features. Yeah. So. So, I mean, I'm fine with that, too. You know, it doesn't really... I don't think it really matters too much. For right? most people, it's not going to matter because I think a lot of people are basically just going to forget that discs exist at this point. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, That's a uh, good option. Yeah. That's that's fun. Enough. Yeah. It'll be a fun one. We're we're watching the beginning of the big explosion of everything. Um, it's almost October. We're almost mm-hmm. done with this whole year. Um, it, it's almost October, which means it's almost November, which means we're about to have all these. Yeah, it's going to be a long October, I feel like, of just kind of waiting for some of these. Um, you know, we're going to get some cool stuff along the way, but it's like, it's always going to be in your mind, like, man, it'd be really nice to be playing this on the new console. Mm-hmm. Like, And as well, like, if I start of, like, Assassin's Creed or whatever, am I going to be able to pull that save over? Do I just upload it to the cloud on whatever console I'm playing on, and then? Let's be real though. Assassin's Creed drops on November 10th, so like. Oh yeah, that one's a bad example. Yeah, it's like that's the biggest one where it's like it drops with the Series X. So if you're gonna be playing that instead of playing it on a newer system, that's your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying to think of something that comes out before. I don't think I there's that... anything else that's that big that is though, and I, I think that's why we saw so many game delays. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Because there's nothing else big coming out before then. Unless you really want to count Star Wars as being big. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm trying to look through and see like what what is coming out before. I swear there was one or there was something that was coming. I thought it was a Ubisoft title. 
No, I think that those are all still set to come out after. Damn, okay. Or, like, right before, like, a couple days before. Yeah. Like, another one that I've been talking about a little more recent is, like, hey, like, is the, like, what I'm playing on, like, Avengers, is that going to be, since it's getting upscaled to PS5, am I going to be able to take that save over? I'm pretty sure I will. Yeah. Yeah. And rumor is that Avengers is going to be way better on next gen because that's kind of what they wanted it to be on. Yeah, yeah, and that's why yesterday I kind of bought it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited to sit down probably today and play. Ooh, what'd you buy it on? Uh, I bought it on PS4. So I'll get the upscale and ultimately end up playing it on PS5. Which version did you buy? Just the base game? Um... I think so. I don't know. I was, I had a few drinks last night. And I, <laughs> I don't know. I was just clicking that, buttons, so. man. I might, I might end up joining <laughs> you on that. I might end up joining you on that endeavor. Is why I was asking. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, if you end up, if you end up joining up, um, I'm playing with one of our other, uh, one of our listeners actually, nice. uh, who's been super excited for it. He messaged me yesterday. He's like, "I'm buying it now. I'm weak." <laughs> he like couldn't. He couldn't wait. And I was like, "Okay, that's fair." I've been holding off for a sale like I have on so many games, but who knows? I got some money in my PlayStation account, and uh, I might as well. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, I think that might wrap up the show finally. We should have probably set up some good visuals to talk about the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> to talk about the... That's fine pre-ordering and stuff but it gave everyone a chance who was watching the live stream to watch the star wars uh, squadron cinematic um so that's cool um but yeah again as always uh follow us over on face uh over on facebook facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc and twitter at mammoth games inc until next week i'm one of your hosts night swarm i'm filter cord and i'm johnny riot have a good one <laughs>